0: The service of prayer and preaching for Easter Monday, April 13th, 2020. We sing hymn 463, Christ the Lord is risen today. Alleluia.
1: The Lord is risen today. Hallelujah! Christians hasten on your way. Hallelujah! Offer praise with love replete. Hallelujah! At the Paschal Victim's feet. Hallelujah! For the sheep, the lamb has bled. Hallelujah! Sinless in the sinner's stead. Alleluia. Christ, the Lord, is risen on high. Filed, alleluia. God and sinners reconciled, alleluia. When contending death and life, alleluia, met in strange and awesome strife, alleluia. On this holy day, Alleluia. All your grateful homage pay, Alleluia. Christ the Lord is risen on high, Hallelujah! Now he lives no more to die.
0: Service of Prayer and Preaching, page 260. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths, Sanctify us in your truth. Your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord
1: God. God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, that his name is exalted. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth, Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Glory be to the Father. Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord God is my strength and my song he has become my salvation.
0: A reading from Exodus chapter 15. Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host he cast into the sea, and his chosen officers were sunk in the Red Sea. The floods covered them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, glorious in power, your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty you overthrow your adversaries. You send out your fury, it consumes them like stubble. At the blast of your nostrils the waters piled up, the floods stood up in a heap, the deeps congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil, My desire shall have its fill of them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind. The sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. You have led in your steadfast love the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. The peoples have heard, they tremble. Pangs have seized the inhabitants of Philistia. Now are the chiefs of Edom dismayed. Trembling seizes the leaders of Moab. All the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Terror and dread fall upon them because of the greatness of your arm. They are still a stone. Tell your people, O Lord, pass by. Till the people pass by whom you have purchased, you will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain. The place, O Lord, which you have made for your abode, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established, the Lord will reign forever and ever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm is Psalm one hundred.
1: Give thanks to him, bless his name. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever.
0: Amen. A reading from Acts, the 10th chapter. Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. Through his name. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In a reading from Luke chapter 24, that very day two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Was it, uh, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. And they rose that same hour, and returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with the Common Responsory, found on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house, and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the Word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house, and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house, and the place where your glory dwells. What are the Ten Commandments? You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. we are going to hear a Easter sermon by C.F.W. Walther, the first president of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, on the Gospel text, Mark chapter 16. Again, we will break it into three parts. Lord Jesus Christ, we have joyfully appeared here today. We no longer see you in disgrace and humility because of our sins, but in exaltation and glory for our justification. Your form was more offensive than that of other people. You were the most despised and rejected of all, full of sorrows and grief, but lo! Disgrace, pain, and suffering have disappeared, completely transfigured. You today lift up your head, clothed in divine glory and viewed by angels and men as the fairest of the children of men. You bore a crown of thorns, You had been surrendered into the hands of sinners and the willfulness of your enemies. Today we see you in triumph, crowned as victor, your bands torn, and all your enemies at your feet. You had been led like a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb that is dumb before her shearers. But you opened not your mouth. Today we see you as the conquering lion from the tribe of Judah. At your voice death, the devil, and all hell tremble and flee. You died forsaken by God, groaning and bleeding on the cross. Today we see you risen from your grave, and hear you cry out, I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. Today we joyfully celebrate this festival of your glorification. We cease our lamentations over your sufferings and death. Once more, seize the harps that we laid away and sing to you, the resurrected, joyful Psalms of praise and adoration. We implore you to let us also experience this day that you live as our Lord and God, as our Savior and Eternal Mediator. Take us with you from the grave of sin, doubt, sorrow, weakness, temporal and spiritual misery, and let us share in your victory, life, joy, power, and glory. O bring that about in us all through the word of your resurrection, wherever it is preached this day. Hear us for your own sake. Amen. On this happy Easter day, dear hearers, the Easter festival is truly a festival of joy. Everyone knows that. However, few know what the real foundation, object, and content of true Easter joy is. I do not speak of those who even on Easter do not seek their joy in the house of the Lord, where the resurrected is preached, but in the heathen temples of the world. For what can they who have a taste only for the joys of the flesh know of spiritual joys? No, I speak of those people who gladly wish to be Christians, who are versed in God's word, and who rejoice in it. They often know wherein the true Christmas joy consists, but they are still unclear as to the true Easter joy. It is usually supposed that Christendom rejoiced on Easter One, that Christ, after his disgrace and bitter suffering, finally came into his day of honor and joy. Two, that by his resurrection his innocence, divinity, and the truth of his words were incontestably confirmed before the whole world. And three, that thereby the immortality of the human soul and the future resurrection of human bodies was fixed beyond a doubt. All of these things are, of course, reasons for Easter joy. Even the Holy Scriptures praise these points as fruits of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It says concerning the first point, Christ humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him. The Scriptures say of the second point, great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of godliness. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated by the Spirit. And in another passage, Christ was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead. Finally, the Holy Scriptures say of the third point, Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? As important as all of this is, it does not contain the real, complete comfort of Easter at all. For all these three points, the glorification of Christ, the confirmation of his doctrine, and the confirmation of the immortality of the human soul and the resurrection of the dead, Christ's resurrection was not absolutely necessary. First of all, God could have glorified Christ in another way. Second, as concerning his doctrine and divinity, both were already sufficiently confirmed by his glorious miracles. The the immortality of man and the resurrection of the body was fixed beyond doubt long ago by the resurrection of Lazarus, the young man at Nain, and the daughter of Jairus, yes, even by the resurrection of the dead as related in the Old Testament. The true object of the Christian's Easter joy is an entirely different one. The points which were named are almost nothing more than the frame of the real picture, nothing more than extras to the real gift. We can conclude this from the very fact that the Holy Scriptures present Christ's resurrection as an absolutely necessary for the work of redemption and the salvation of man. The Apostle Paul says in the wonderful 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians, If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. We must therefore conclude that the resurrection of Christ is not only an added stone in the structure of our salvation, but is the cornerstone. The resurrection of Christ is not only a sparkling gem in the crown of our redemption, but the very crown itself. Without the resurrection of Christ, the world still would not be redeemed. And so it is. The resurrection of Christ makes it possible for one to rejoice in his birth, comfort himself in his suffering and death, and boast of his cross. The Christian Church sings not only at Christmas, were this child not born for us, we should all be lost forlorn. And she sings not only during the Holy Lenten season, all sins thou borest for us, else had despair reigned o'er us. But she also sings at Easter, were Christ not arisen, then death were still our prison. Now with him to life restored, we praise the Father of our Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia! Alleluia! Now let our joy rise full and free. Christ, our comfort, true, will be. Alleluia! The resurrection of our Redeemer is a great, glorious, blessed, inexpressible comfort. Yes, a comfort that one cannot completely reason out. Let us today satisfy our thirst in this inexhaustible well of comfort so that we will not thirst in eternity. Here ends the first part of the sermon. We sing hymn TLH 194, Abide with us, the day is waning.
1: the day is waning, thus prayed the two while on the way. We read that thou, O Lord, remaining, didst all their doubts and fears allay. Thy spirit sending help us o Lord our watch to keep in prayer devout before Thee bending there we are eyelids close in sleep confessing sin day, and when we weep in pain and sadness, be thou our solace, strength, and stay, till of thy woe, thy victory won, when thou didst pray thy will. Bide with us, O oh, Savior, tender That bitter day when life shall end When to the grave we must surrender And fear and pain our hearts shall rend The shield of faith we must meet the foe. When earthly help no more availeth, to sup with us thou wilt be nigh. Thou givest strength that. While earth is fading from our sight, our eyes behold the realms of
0: light. We continue with prayer on page 265. In peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon With all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the Holy Christian Church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the Gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather, and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For the sick and dying, And for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. O God, in the Paschal Feast you restore all creation. Continue to send your heavenly gifts upon your people, that they may walk in perfect freedom and receive eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them. That by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And we will pray Luther's morning prayer. If you are praying this in the afternoon or the evening, you can substitute Luther's evening prayer instead.
1: Christ has been raised from the dead Alleluia Alleluia Christ our Passover lamb Has been sacrificed Raised from the dead He will never die again Death has no more dominion over him Christ has been raised from the dead as dead to sin and alive to God, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead
0: bless the Lord. Thanks be to God, the almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve you. Amen.